All right, here we are, man. Uh, Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. Um, had some issues. We got knocked off the air. And of the thousands of shows we have done, this has never, ever happened to us before. So all you people, bear with us. Uh, I know my phone's been going crazy. Uh, people are trying to text us. We, we completely lost everything. Uh, on the show today, though, uh, we have got uh, Mark Dobmeyer, of course. Uh, Wes Irwin's in the house with the World of All Laws. And also, uh, Chewy is here. He's back uh, bartending right now in the corner, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Jeff is here, too. Uh, show brought to you by not only uh, River City Speedway, but Northwest tire on gateway drive uh you know what they're looking for some help maybe you want to get that front counter sales job get a hold of chad hoff 701-780-8473 or you can apply online at nwtire.com uh for those of you that were watching earlier i'm going to just try to jump back into what we were talking about uh before we got knocked off the air and again uh we lost everything uh everything dirty thursday is pretty much uh, gone right now Paul, the producer, is kind of searching for it. But uh, we were talking with Mark Dobmeyer. We were talking a little bit about forks carting uh, and, and how great of a job they're doing over there and the wing carts coming in now and stuff. But uh, I wanted to, to ask you this, Mark. Uh, down in Arizona, I, I mean, okay, you go back a couple of years, the scary crash with a broken back. Um, very lucky. Um, but you're a tough son of a bitch. You came back. Um, and then Arizona this winter. Um, kind of a weird deal. Uh, but explain to us what happened. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a very strange deal. Uh, at the end of the day, there was a fuel leak in the engine compartment. And uh, I, on a sprint car dash, there's, there's a few holes where lines are running through. Um, and then also where your throttle linkage goes through, you got to have a little bit bigger hole. Mm-hmm. And that's right by your right leg. Well, as I was racing, I felt a little bit of coolness on my leg. And I was like, oh, man, it must be a fuel leak, you know. Because that fuel is cold, isn't it? it? Yeah, you know, it feels like it's alcohol, it's yep. methanol, so it's cold to the touch. So I was like... I. I, I suspected a small fuel leak, but then it went away, and I didn't feel anything. So I ran probably two more laps, and then all of a sudden, it, I felt it again, and it got worse. So um, the leak had sprung or got got worse, and then I felt fuel coming on me. So I was trying to get out of the race as quick as I could. I was coming around three and four, and my plan was uh, the, the safety crew and all the crews were pitted in the infield of the track. So my plan was to roll down the front stretch, hit the ignition switch, uh, which kills all the mm-hmm. spark, and then just pull pull in there and just get out of the race because obviously there was an issue there. Sure. And uh, lo and behold, the yellow flag came out because somebody had spun out on the other side of the track. Well, cars slowed up right in front of me, so I didn't have time to hit the ignition switch. I got out of the gas, and when when you do that, it always throws a little fire, a little backfire, out, a little yep. backfire out the exhaust pipe, and uh, that's all it took. As soon as as soon as I let out of the gas, I I heard the, the woof, you know, like oh, a, a, a fire starting, and there was a lot more fuel in there than I realized because the whole car was pretty much engulfed. So. At that point, um, it's just kind of survival instinct. So I, uh, I got down to the bottom of the track, so somebody went and hit me, and I hit the brakes. I spun it to a 180 and, and tried to uh, methodically, I guess, unbuckle your belt so you don't get tangled up mm-hmm. or anything. So I, uh, pretty tough to do when you're on fire. You're yeah. a little excited, but I, I threw the belts to the side, jumped out as fast as I could, and just started, uh, started rolling on the track. I knew I knew I was, knew I'd feel on me, so I had to try to get it out somehow. So I just did the stop, drop, and roll, and... I kept rolling, and I felt like I rolled forever. And then as I was rolling, I actually heard on my driver radio, because I had my radio hooked onto my helmet. Uh-huh. I actually heard red, red, red. I'm like, oh, my God, they just realized now that oh <laughs> boy, now that I'm on fire. So. Now, is, is that fire invisible? Can you see the flames, actually? You could see the flames. Basically, methanol is, is an invisible mm-hmm. fire until dirt or something enters it, dirt okay. or oil or anything or dust, and then it'll start producing. Sure, color, it'll burn whatever's it. in the air. Yeah, exactly. So... So I, I just kept rolling and rolling, and then finally somebody got to me, and then there was uh, two two drivers as well, Dominic Selzy 
And uh, I, I slip in my mind, there was a, another kid that jumped out of his car, and they got to me about the same time that the, the fire crew got to me. And it, it literally took one little squirt of the fire extinguisher, and I was out. I had most of it out by then, but it was uh, at that point the damage was done, you know. So You know, you had snapped, um, chatted pictures to me uh, throughout this whole ordeal. I mean, you went through two rounds of skin grafts, um, a lot of trips. You were, well, you were in a burn unit in ICU in Arizona for how long? Uh, burn unit in the Twin Cities, you know, for a long time. Um, I saw the pictures. I saw what your legs looked like. Man, I tell you, <laughs> when it first happened, though, it, it looked like, I mean, you were basically Snapchatting in the ambulance. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah a little uh, big deal. You know, it looks like it, it, they didn't look that bad. It, it didn't look bad. And that, that's the, probably the biggest uh, lesson I learned is that burns, um, they take 48 to 72 hours to show mm. shoulder true face. So, Honestly, that night, right away, I, I like I took a Snapchat of my legs. It, yeah, they looked fine. It looked like a bad sunburn. Looked like a bad sunburn, and there's obviously skin hanging off of mm-hmm. them, but they didn't look bad at all. And I'm like, oh, I'll be all right. And next thing you know, they're talking life flight and this and that. And they landed the helicopter and took me off in that and got me to the hospital right away. And like that night, I could still like get up out of bed, go to the bathroom, whatever you mm-hmm. need to do. I I felt I felt fine, just a lot of pain, you know. And uh, the next day, I could do that. And then after that. There was there was no getting out of bed for me. It was like, it was the, the pain set in. The burns kind of like, kind of came to the surface. And I mean, uh, imagine I mean, I've been burned enough. You know, I've almost lost limbs from from being burned. It. I mean, people complain about a sunburn. <laughs> I know what it's like to be burned that bad, and now you know what it's like to be burned that bad. But it, it, there's no way to explain it. Uh, you cannot explain it. And and when you were talking about the the rounds of skin grafting that they did to you and things like that. Um, when they got a pull, people, they cut skin off of you and patch you up, just like you're putting Bondo on a car, but they staple it. They have yep. to staple all that skin on. Well, imagine how tender you are from the burns, and then when they start pulling those staples out, yeah. um, the way you explained it to me, I, I, you, you got to have a sack about this huge, dude. Um, I, I, I just when, when you get in predicaments like that, it's just you don't have a choice. There's no options. It's not that you can't do it or anything. So anybody could do it. It's just you don't you don't have a choice. There's no options. You yeah, just right. Do whatever you got to do. But and, and the prognosis is good. Obviously, you're racing. You get back in the race car. You win a feature here at River City Speedway. Um, kind of feel like vindicated or just like hey back to business let's just it was just a, a yeah, it was one step forward two steps back let's just go now that's that, that's the way i am i just always kind of truck forward and, and get through it you know we sat in arizona for for a week and a half we did skin grafts there and they did kind of the upper part of the leg um and there were still other spots but i kind of talked i kind of talked nice to the doctors and asked what i needed to do and got out of there a little early so we could get back to home anyway mm-hmm. and be around my family and that so i went to minneapolis i did a couple skin grafts there and uh yeah, and after that, it was pretty much full on. Let's start the PT. Let's go, and um, been doing a lot of that a couple times a week, and just kind of rocking and rolling, getting back to where you need to. And the biggest thing for me, I think, that helps me um, kind of jump back so fast, so to say, is just getting back to work. I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm a busybody. I can't, I can't be right. sitting around. So even between my hospital visits, um, between Arizona and Minneapolis. When I got back, I told my wife right away, I was like, well, I, I got to get into work, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, and whether it's answering phones or talking to customers or doing invoicing, whatever, I could help out. So I could put in about a half a day. So, like, for that week in between, I actually went into work for half days. Yeah. And I just sat at the front desk and did what I could to help the guys out because the shop's real busy, too, you know? So yeah, I will but, admit, that's the first time I've ever seen you wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you were at work. Granted, your legs were wrapped from your, you know, from your, your thigh all the way down to your toes. But it's the first time I've ever seen you wear shorts now 
The racetrack you were at, I don't know what track it was. We don't have to name it. It's not a big deal. But not all racetracks have an ambulance on site full time. Um, I believe that one did not. Um, well, that's kind of changed your thoughts about racing now, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I didn't, it's nothing I really, uh, I mean, if you see an ambulance, you assumed everything's there, but, mm-hmm. um, it was, uh, and they did, they did a good job. They did what they could, but the, the proper stuff was not there when they, when they got me into the ambulance, they were talking, they need this and this. Well, it was kind of like a, I think it was some sort of a volunteer fire, fire crew or something. But, uh, so I actually opened cabinets in the ambulance to try help them look for stuff. And the cabinets were empty. So it oh was, my goodness! It was basically a, a a box with some shiny lights on it. You know, and yeah. It's just like I was just like I I this is crazy. Like how can you run a race and not have a legit ambulance there ready to go? And they did get one there fairly quick after that and uh, got the situation taken care of. But it's definitely. I mean, I'm I see no reason to run a sprint car. You know, race competitively if there's not enough no proper stuff there. So no, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And um, I I did want to ask you this. Um, I mean, you had the broken back. You really got lucky. Um, you came back right away. Uh, now this, uh, again, you got lucky, and, and now you're back. And I, I can remember looking at you, and you couldn't even hardly move. And I'm like, well, pff, when do you plan on Do you ever plan on racing again? Yep. Yeah. soon as I can. I plan on being there opening night. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, you got to have goals. You gotta well, have you goals. do. You got to have something to strive for. You, you do. Keep going. No, no. <laughs> the the second half of this question is, um, what about your wife's goals? How's she thinking <laughs> all of this? I mean. You know, I, I have the uh, the best wife in the world. She's very understanding. She's She raced herself in snowmobiles on that. And she kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she knew what she was getting herself into. She knew into. what she was getting into. And. Uh, but yeah, it's we've had uh, several talks, and it was it was kind of uh, you know we talked probably a month before the season started, as I was still really injured, and we both we both knew I was going to go back racing. It was just mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of a matter of when, and we we're both on, both on board and everything. But uh, I will say the, the week before I jumped in, uh, I think her feet got a little colder than mine were. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yep. But uh, we've uh, we've worked through it, and it's uh, she's definitely on board, and uh, uh, she, I think she runs the show. Yeah, Ask ask a, anybody who's married who runs the show, and <laughs> as long as she's not here, they'll usually tell you what. But um, um, we're still getting texts. Um, are we back on Facebook? Do you know Paul? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a guy said he's still trying to. One of our Canadian buddies, he lost us. Uh, should be back now. He said, not quite for me. But uh, I, we can get caught up on a couple of texts now since we went off the air. Jack Croker, great dude. Uh, I'll beat him one day. As long as his boys keep repping the eight ball gear, uh, we'll be in good shape. Glad he's back. Amanda Joe, glad Mark's back. My season wouldn't be the same without him. Alvin watching guys. Billy Schletter, Wes, uh, Wes Irwin, any wings this week or weekend to make sure uh, to make your wing count more? And hello, everyone. That's about the dumbest question I've ever heard going to you. Any well, wings this week? No, it's uh, a thing. Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, I thing, know. It's a thing I'm doing this year. I'm doing uh, uh, Wes's wing count. Yep, yep. If you fall living like outlaws, you'll see uh, a flashing light, and that tells you how many. It all started with, I like wings. I mean, obviously. But um, <laughs> yeah. we get to go to all these different restaurants, and I like comparing wings. So I thought, why not do a count this year? We're going to have a contest next month on it. So Okay. Yeah. Okay, now... I, I was trying to explain this to my wife, and, and she knows you good enough now. But um, I, I said, you know, I bet you 75 to 85 percent of his meals are wings. A- am I way off or am I close? Uh, yeah, you're pretty damn close. <laughs> I, I do eat a lot of wings. Yeah? Now, I do have rules, though. I have rules. Unfortunately, Mark's not going to like one of my rules. Okay. That's number one. 
Number one, Hooters and Buffalo Wild Wings do not count. Okay, because they they're count. such a big chain. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so they You're looking count. for the little mod pop. That's correct. Okay. And I'm trying to expose those places sure. you know, near a racetrack. So, you know, my page is all about fans. And that way the fans get to go to these places as well. So uh, we've had uh, – we did a – we did some last night at uh, Broken Drum, so mm-hmm. it'll it's definitely going to go up. And we're going to Pirates K, man. Uh, that's this a evening, I love here. that place. Sure, sure, they're on my top five for sure. Uh, Paul says I have pictures of my body with sixty percent three third degree burns, fourteen skin grafts. Regions burn unit is the best. Keep plucking away, Mark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nick Curtis is, is definitely one of the best places to go. That's that's actually who did my back surgery a few years ago. And then, uh, so when I had to come back here, the closest burn unit around here is, is Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of them there, but um, obviously when Regions was an option, yeah. there we are. So they pretty much, uh, it was like me years back uh, going to United or Alter. They all knew me by first name basis. It's kind of getting <laughs> that way with you down there, isn't it? Uh, we, we know a few people down there, but <laughs> fortunately not everybody yet. <laughs> so is there anything you could have done different? It's just one of those things. You know, people talk about how racing is so dangerous and it can be. And we've seen it because, and the and the reason when I say could anything been done different because your crash with the broken back looked like nothing. It looked like absolutely nothing. We saw what happened, and now something like this happens. It's it's just kind of a bad luck. Yeah, I mean that's just part of the game, man. It just stuff does happen. But if you look at uh, over the years I've been racing, how many races I've ran, and all that, like the, it's really not. You know, it's it's a very small percentage of times actually got hurt, but yes, it, it can happen. It's it's an option, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, the world of outlaws are they're taking steps. Like the fire extinguisher thing was something sure. this year. Yep, and that's going to change. There's going to be some guys that won't race here on Friday they're not, because they're not because they don't have a fire extinguisher. It's like it's an mm-hmm. eight hundred dollar option to put on your car. But I mean, that's obviously I'm a poster child for it now. You know, yeah. It's a, it's, it's it's good stuff that's happened. They've done yeah. a lot for safety. It's all for the greater years. good, man. Yeah, yeah right. The greater good. Right. Um, you're flying again now. Yeah, I saw so you're up in the plane. Yeah, so uh, I got two stories for you. So, first of all, the uh, the Jack Croker, we got to go back to him a little bit. Okay. So I got uh, two little, bo- I got two boys, Jackson and Ty, and Ty, Ty, we'll call him Ty Nato, absolutely loves Jack Croker. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's been because his car is red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He always has a red car, and that's that's his favorite <laughs> color. Like literally every pair of clothes he has, it's red shirt, red pants, yep. red shoes, something. Just it's just red. So. He's been all over Jack Croker for years, and Jack Croker is up here. Dad is somewhere down yeah. on the floor there, you know. So, <laughs> so when I was at Regions, uh, I had to go there about three, four weeks ago, and uh, they fitted me for com- permanent compression socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's one that's fitted right to my leg. They got a zipper on them and all that. So they fitted me for the socks. At the, when they got all done, they handed me a, a sheet of paper, and they said, well, what color do you want? And I'm like, color? You get to pick a color of socks? Like, oh, yeah. So it was about every color under the rainbow. I'm like, well, I'm going to try to get Ty to cheer for me this year. So give me, give me them red <laughs> I just socks. could never imagine you wearing red anything. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him to cheer for me. You know? so Did it work? It worked. It worked. He's, he's loving them. I, as soon as I, I, didn't, I love you I, again, Dad. I, I, I didn't tell him, but I, uh, when I walked in with him, and then I, I pulled my, my fat legs up so he could see him, and he was, he was kissing my feet by the end of it. So it was pretty cool. But, um, but back to the flying thing. So I... Uh, Last Thursday, I had to go down to the cities to get these socks, yep. you know, which is it's kind of annoying because can't you just send them to me and I'll put them on? But they, right. they have to make sure the fit's right yep. and this and that, so I have to go all the way down there. So, but I'm For fe- a pair of socks. Yeah, for yep. a pair of socks. So, But I'm feeling good. My I got good movement in my ankles and all that, so I was like, well, let's uh, let's cheat a little bit and take the airplane. So I called up uh, called up Davey Heskin, who runs uh, Maxwell Props out of Crystal, Minnesota. He races mm-hmm. in Knoxville a lot. And yep. Good friend of mine, so I called him up, asked if I could borrow a vehicle. He said, yep, yeah, no problem. So I landed right at... 
right at their prop shop, jumped in uh, his grandpa's vehicle, went over to the hospital and got my socks put on and came back and uh, flew back. So it worked out pretty good. It was fun. Good. Um, you know, um, I thought at first when I saw you were in the plane, I thought you were maybe chasing the fugitive. Um, <laughs> could you even do that right now if you had to? Oh, oh we're back at that too. We've had uh, just last couple of weeks, I had a few different ones. Did you have to run? Uh, no, I had to jump through a window in a tra- trailer house in Amarillo, though, so that was kind of fun. So. Well, that was fun. That sounds good. Yeah. I know. I'd love to yeah. be able to tag along with him one time. Yeah. We had a guy that was hiding underneath his bed in the back back bedroom, but we uh, we got him taken care of. So. Oh, geez. I just have a couple of more questions for you, and then we're going we're gonna to get these guys on. But um, one question that I have asked you before, um, okay, you got your choice. World of Outlaw, Knoxville Nationals, Mark Dobmeyer, parking it in Victory Lane, or World of Outlaws, River City Speedway. I mean, they're like night and day when you think about it, but I know what your answer has been before. I, I, I know what you think about your home track, but give me an answer there now. I want to see if it's changed. River City Speedway. Yeah, isn't that yeah, something? It is. I mean, I, I'd love to win the Knoxville Nationals, obviously, as well, but um, there's something about being at your home track and... Mm-hmm. and uh, the energy, the just electricity in the stands just gets amazing, you know. Um, we're able to, you know, I, I, Houston Speedway is kind of my second home track. I obviously have a lot of races in there as well and uh, championships, but I've, I've beat the Outlaws there twice, once off the front row and once from 10th. And that, that, mm-hmm. that night I came That's from, a good one. That's that that one, night yeah. I came from 10th and, uh, and uh, passed for the lead. I mean, like, even in the car, I could feel the electricity in the grandstands. There was, like, there's over 10,000 people there that night. And yeah. Just the, the feeling you get at your home track when you can pull something off is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I even, can imagine. I've been close here in Grand Forks. We had that one, one race second. a couple of years ago yep. where I started, I think it was like 19th or mm-hmm. something, got to second, and we were right there, but we were all used up by the time we got to the the fast Donnie shots. So we didn't, right, didn't right. have enough for him, but it was... And you know, if you're yeah. going to lose and take second place to somebody, you might as well be Donnie. I, I have a lot of respect for that man. He's, sure. he's the cleanest racer around, and he's uh, he's not afraid to help you out if you have a question or something like that. Right, he's a very, right. Very friendly guy, and uh, I have all the respect in the world for him. Um, I got one more question for you. Uh, hot weather, we're talking 90s now for at least probably the next week to 10 days. Hallelujah. Can yeah, well, I know. And, and, you know, I've always said I'd rather be too warm than too cold. Um, but what is the difference um, with you guys? I mean, uh, you're wearing the fire suits. I don't know if you're wearing the long johns and, well, and all that. I would imagine <laughs> that probably is a deal now. And I'm well, guessing uh, your boss probably had something to say about that. But... <laughs> Is is it different? I mean, car set up, track set up, things change. Does when it gets this unbearable heat, is it a big difference for you as as far as you and your crew, your driving style, your setup style, all that stuff? It, I mean, it's it's still sprint car racing. It's mm-hmm. it's the same thing as far as that goes. But the heat does change the track. You know, they got to keep enough water in it, and then if the wind's up, you know, it dries up. If the heat's up, it dries up. So. Um, and you just change your setup to whatever the track is, you know, so whatever you're feeling. So, all right. Uh, you gonna have the merch trailer there tomorrow? Um, no, we're not, not allowed to bring it out. Uh, oh, okay. I know nothing. Okay. I know nothing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we do have merchandise in the uh, River City uh, Speedway trailer sure. that Lori Conzi runs. And okay. I think that, that probably will be out there. So you should be able okay. to get a hold of it there. Um, otherwise, down at our race trailer, we have it. Or online, we got stuff for sale as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and you can uh, also check out the Bowring Boys t-shirts. In fact, I'm wearing the prototype of the very first one here coming up. Um, I, I know you're busy. Uh, we didn't mean to get knocked off the air, but um, uh, uh, people have been bugging me 
ever since the Arizona thing, and everybody seems to think that I'm like your official spokesperson or somebody, <laughs> and, and I'm not. Um, I'm fortunate enough to get to talk to you. You know, usually a couple of times a week we try to talk, but um, so people do kind of lean on me a little bit, and 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 I don't feel like I should be the one to really say anything. All I'll say is, yeah, I saw pictures. I talked to him today. He's doing good. Yeah. You know, and and. and but a lot of people are wondering, and, and again, you know, after your first wreck, uh, you got one hell of a support system. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, we I knew do. you were going to get over this. I do. With my, my crew and friends and family and everybody helps out. It's absolutely amazing. Anytime something something majors happen, everyone's everyone's right there to help out. And even the, the weird thing is, even when I was in Arizona, you think, you know, hey, I don't know anybody out there. Well, I have aunts and uncles that were staying out there. They'd come see me. And, mm-hmm. uh, John Stengerm, who run the parts truck around here, he'd come see me. He was down there sure. for a while. and. I, uh, I had some uh, some other relatives from the fertile area that came to see me. I mean, there's a lot of I actually had a lot of visitors, yeah, and, and uh, just people traveling through that stopped by that heard I was in there as well. So it was uh, support group was amazing. That's what uh, gets you back on your feet, gets you going. Do you uh, did your racing Facebook page get hacked? It did. It so did. you got a new one now or something? Yeah, some uh, some foreigner I guess hacked us. No way. Oh yeah. If, if you, you, I'm Mark Double. Yeah, basically that's what it was. If, if you YouTube it, like right after the accident too, the guy that stole our page, he got yeah. on there and Jeez. and he was doing this video about this. The super Mark Dobmeyer was injured in a crash, and that's just like, oh my god! I, I'm Mark Dobmeyer. So we, we did start a new Facebook page, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's catching on, and we'll start posting more on there now that we're getting going. We've been yeah, little, so follow been, it. Been a little uh, right? been a little hectic here last couple months, so we haven't done a whole lot, but we're uh, we'll we'll get on that and get her going. My wife does a great job with it, so. Oh, okay. Uh dang! Can I get the guy with the Mohawks number? Some ooh, you got some girl wants your phone number. Uh, taken. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, we're going to take a little break. Um, I, I know you got to get back to work, and, and I sure appreciate the hell out of you coming in. Uh, you I know how busy you are. I drive by your shop every day. All I got to do is look at the parking lot, and, and I know what it's like. So uh, we appreciate you coming in again. Uh, you're probably, well, if you look around here, uh, I've got more Mark Dobmeyer pictures than probably any other race car driver around. So uh, we appreciate you coming in. I can't yeah. wait to see you guys tomorrow night. Uh, any last words before you get out of here? No, just uh, thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully everyone can make it out tomorrow. Hopefully it gets a nice nice hot night, and, uh, I mean, nothing beats the Outlaw Show in Grand Forks. So my goal tomorrow is to go there and uh, give it hell and put this Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, Lunster Motorsports, uh, GLB Transport, Kello Trucking, uh, Dulster Motors Car up in Victory Lane. You got her all. You got it. You didn't even have a cheat sheet with you. This ain't his first rodeo. (laughs) Oh, I know it's not. All right, there you go, Mark Dobmeyer. I'll be watching for him. He'll be running again tomorrow night with the World of Outlaws. We're going to take just a little bit of a break here. We're going to be back with Wes Irwin. Jeff Cornell is going to hopefully come and sit down with us, too. We call him Chewy in the race car world. And we'll be back with these guys, but let's hear from a couple of sponsors like Muskox. Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the side surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. 
You know, life doesn't ever seem to slow down. Everything needs to be done right now, just like an oil change. I tell you what, here's what you do. You go to Valley and Instant Oil Change. Most of the time, you're in and out of there in about 15 or 20 minutes. That's where I go. Uh, they do tranny and coolant flushes, too, tire rotations and batteries. When you get that oil change, you're going to top off your fluids, check your tires, battery, lights, wipers, your cabin air filter. Uh, they're going to give you discounts for fleets. And if you're in the military, you're going to get a discount, too. They can text and email invoices and coupons. And if you mention Grand Fork's best source, they'll knock $10 off your oil change. They're open Monday through Saturday. No appointment needed. Pick up a delivery available if you live in Grand Forks, too. Hey, come to Valvoline Instant Oil Change for a complete oil change and more. 3325 South 38th Street or call them up 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them Grand Forks Best Source sent you. You get that $10 off your oil change. All right. Uh, let's see. Wes Irwin in the studio today. I'm turning the wrong volumes up. And uh, we're trying to get Jeff Cornell's in here too, but uh, he's not cooperating with us. He's he, we're doing the same thing too. Oh, except I'm empty. Um, I'll have to get a new one. <laughs> Haven't hardly got to say anything to you yet, man. But um, I I look forward to when you two guys come to town. I mean, not only because we know the world about laws are here, but I follow you guys year round. I, I get to see where you're at all the time. Uh, whether it's involving racing or not, but um, uh, great to have you back in the studio, man. Yeah, uh, man, absolutely. I mean, you got to put Mark Dobart before me. I love Mark. He's a good, he's one of the best. Great guy. So uh, glad you got to talk to him. Glad he had a chance to get in here. And uh, he's always a factor when we're here in this area. You know, that, that, that guy can uh, wheel a race car and he's a good guy. He'll love his family. Great people. So by all means, he was before me. Um. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. We've known him for a long time. I'm. I'm trying to. Let me know. It was a good try. Oh, <laughs> I think somebody was messing with you there when they wanted to know the Mohawk number. Oh, uh, is, is is there a? Do you know a Linda? <laughs> that is my girl. Okay. Yeah. So she's the one saying, "Dang, can I get the guy with the Mohawks number?" <laughs> Listen, Linda. Knock it off. <laughs> Shelly says, uh, "Linda, that was a good try." Uh, too bad he doesn't know it's you asking. Uh, well, now he does. All right. Um. So you guys rolled into town. I know I saw you yesterday at the track. You were uh, filling up your water and your, and your hauler and everything. But uh, when did you roll in? Oh, geez, man. I'll tell you what. What a, what a, I mean, we come here twice a year. Mm-hmm. I always prefer the uh, later date because sure. we have a little more time to spend with all you great folks up here. And we do have a lot of good friends here. But, uh, you know, we raced at Lawrenceburg for Memorial Day. That's a, a pretty much a tradition anymore, it seems like, uh, since I've been out here. But... You know, now you're looking at a 16-hour drive mm-hmm. to get over here. Now, we got time. We don't race till Friday, but um, I needed to get Big Blue, which I called my toter home, yep. serviced over at Shots' truck stop down in Fargo. And, uh, you know, they do that every time we come up through there. Hey, there's a little kid out there pushing his <laughs> face putting fingerprints the on the window. Yep. Get that Windex out. But um, <laughs> I had to be there, and, you know, I just I wanted to do that in the morning. So you're looking at two uh overnight drives mm-hmm. you know and then there was i had to get propane i had to do this i had to do that it was this whole list of things that had to be done and i still haven't got to walmart to get some supplies too but uh you know i pulled in about ten thirty, i believe it was when i pulled into the track okay and then i filled up with some water and i uh, got the trailer all set up or parked where i needed to be and then next thing you know the go-kart races are going on yeah, and yeah. had to you know make an appearance over there sure uh, took some things over for them to give to the winners, and they unfortunately got rained out. So yeah. 
Uh, we ended up at the Broken Drum. Big surprise there, right? Um, <laughs> the Broken Drum is a lot of fun. I, I really appreciate those people over there. They're always good to us, Warren Tom. Yeah, and like they know everybody. you guys now. Yeah, you they know? do, they do. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to be talking to the owner, so put this in your notes if you're listening and you're coming to uh, River City Speedway when we're there in August. I don't know what the date is exactly, but... Um, I think we're going to do an event over there, uh, oh. a Living Like Outlaws event. I'm putting something together, so uh, I, I haven't talked to the owners yet. So if they're anybody, let them know I'm going to be talking to them about an event over there. But we're going to have some fun, maybe get some drivers there and have some raffles and things like that. But we're working on it. We'll let you know ahead of time for sure. But everything is fun here. We had breakfast today at Darcy's. I've been oh, told yeah. to go there a, a few times. But, you know, that's the thing about this life. Uh, you know, you run out of time, sure believe it or do. not, even though people are like, well, you only work two days a week, but, you know, you put the driving factor in there and then, you know, you get to these towns and you get to know people just like you and I, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, Ken, uh, Keith and Ann and, uh, you know, just everybody, Katie, Katie's from here. So yep. now Katie's working with me and, uh, you know, just all these people you got to visit with, you're trying to jam it all in a couple of days. Sure. And you run out and you of time. Feel bad if you can't. Exactly, I feel mm-hmm. really bad because we have a lot of a lot of followers, a lot of friends, and I, I try to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't like being that guy's like, yeah, one of these days, right? Because, right. You know, one of these days might not ever happen. Because so. then people always say, well, that's what you said last time. Yeah, what you a know? Dick. what a dick. Yeah. He yeah. said he was going <laughs> to hang out with us last time. What a jerk. And uh, by the way, you guys will be back August twenty fifth. That's it. Okay, so, good. Yep. Okay. And then we'll have a, a little more time here, but uh, yeah, you, you pack a lot of things into a couple of days. And, sure, uh, it, it gets a little a little rough. And, and, you know, people don't realize, too, when you say, okay, I've got a 17- or an 18-hour drive to get to the next gig, you can't just go drive 17 or 18 well, that, hours because Johnny Law has got something yeah. to say about that, don't they? Yeah, well, you know, we're on logbooks now. I mean, when I first started, we weren't, but now we are. So that only allows me to drive 10 hours at a time. Sure. So you got to plan things out, too. You know, again, I had to get service that shots his uh, truck stop Petro down there in Fargo. So you don't want to plan it out that I was the first guy at the door because it's not by appointment. Mm-hmm. So you want to be the first one. So you get done, and that way I could get up here right away. But, uh, you know, it just, again, just jammed up. I was late for your show, uh, but you got a blackout anyway for some yeah, reason, yeah. whatever that was. But, you know, we were at Darcy's. We had a great breakfast. Uh, I finally got to meet her, and I found out she follows a page. How cool is that? Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. really cool when you find that stuff out. And she, she seemed very happy that I finally came in. Because people have told me to go down there. And it's a great breakfast, guys. It's right near the track. Mm-hmm. Hell, you mm-hmm. can walk there, oh, really. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a great breakfast, a way to start the day. And then I noticed next door there was a barber shop, And I've been working on fixing my mohawk a little bit. Yeah. I cut it off to regrow it. It's been getting chopped up pretty good. So there was a barber shop next door. And we stopped over with him. And uh, and it happened to be the same family that's been cutting yeah. your hair ever since you've been getting a haircut in Grand yeah, Forks. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, great guy. Great little barber shop. And I was glad I went in there because... He made it look a heck of a lot nicer than it has been the last few uh, weeks. But uh, so w- I got his card. We'll make sure we visit him mm-hmm. again. And uh, he calls it uh, uh, Blazing Fades, I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, Blazing Fades. Fades. Blazing yeah, Fades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blazing Fades, I believe, was uh, is the name of his shop right next door to Darcy. So check him out when you're in town. You need a haircut here at the races. You know, some of us guys mm-hmm. got to do that. But uh, I was I got laundry done yesterday. I mean, I mean, I just jammed stuff into a, a amount of time. I can't even believe I got it done. Yeah, you know, and when I follow both you guys on on social media, um, one day you might be sitting there with your heads against a washing machine or a dryer at a laundromat. But people don't realize that your life, uh, uh, you know, oh gosh, you guys live like rock stars. You get okay, you live in toter. 
Um, you have to find somewhere like Walmart to get your supplies. You have to find somewhere to do your laundry. You have yeah. to find somewhere to get a haircut. If you have a breakdown, you have to find somewhere That's right. that will fix this stuff. Um, it's got to help, though. You guys have been doing this for long enough now. And, and like you said, you got friends now all over yeah. the country. It's great. It's got to help when it's, you can when you can make a phone call. You know, Greg. Hey, I'm having trouble with my scooter or something. Yeah. You know, run it over. It, it, it's got to make a big difference. Yeah. I mean, you, you're right, and and, and it's every town. Uh, this one especially a little more than some. You know, uh, I always say when we come here, we have some of the best friends here, and uh, like you, you mentioned, Greg there with uh, uh, Gateway Ga- Sports. Gateway yeah. Sports. I mean, he's helped me out of a couple jams a few times. You know, I don't ever have to call the guy. I just he we roll in the town and said, hey, uh, you know. Can you, my ruckus needs a little work. He does it, you know, uh, just great people here appreciate the sport too. So that probably makes, you know, that makes the world go around a little bit, but you know, so that, uh, you know, we want to talk about all the places we visit and all the things we do because we want fans that are putting this track on their bucket list mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to actually come and yeah. say, you know what? I've seen all these things that you can go and do uh, thanks to this page. Sure. So we're going to go to that track. Right. I'm not just coming here to sit at a racetrack yeah. all weekend. Right. We, we, I mean, obviously that's what, I'm trying to do with this page. It's just like a fan guide, I guess you could say. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a little bit about my life, of course. But, I mean, we try to show everybody things. Like, I got that new Brew and Chew review video. I always post about wherever I go. You got your uh, Now You Know. I'm starting to do that little series. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And we're talking to people that are behind the scenes. Right, right. You know, everybody, I mean, not, not, not to take away from our drivers. I'm going to hopefully do some things with them this summer, too. But, I like talking to these people that are behind the scenes that, you know, are passionate about the sport. And and, and if it wasn't for them, oh, absolutely, you know, I mean? it it's slow our sport down a little bit. So we've had some great little shows. Uh, we're trying to do little video series and things like that. We're having a lot of fun with it. And that's all it's going to be about. I mean, I'm not trying to get super serious, but. In a way, I am. You right, know? right. Uh, Josh Joshua says, I've followed your page for several years now and appreciate the traveling and behind-the-scenes stuff you post. Um, and, and that's something we kind of do, too. You know, a lot of people will say, well, it's a, it's another racing podcast. But uh, like last week, we had the head of concessions on at River City Speedway. Um, I've, I've gotten fire and rescue. We've had track prep guys. Yeah. There's way more than just the right. guys out there, you know, driving these race cars that make a race happen. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of support, a lot of people, and a, and a lot of things to do. But you, when you started doing the blog and things, it, this thing just kind of morphed into some pretty big stuff, didn't it? I mean, now you're talking uh, buying a bunch of merch and, and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. But um, is it? did you imagine or did you hope that it well, was going to turn out this way? Because, you're, let's face it, you're getting pretty large out there, bud. Large and in charge. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I was yes, I hoped that it would get big and grow into something, but I want it to mean something, too. I want it to grow into something that's useful, not useless. So, uh, you know, I didn't think it was going to take off as fast as it has. And, uh, you know, the, the, the social media world's a, a slow process sometimes, like especially our YouTube channel. I mean, it takes forever to get a following on yeah, there but sure uh, it does yeah i noticed that our stuff is growing a little quicker than some and and, and more during racing season of course obviously yeah. you know winter time's kind of downtime and there ain't much to post about um you know luckily i stay at a racetrack over the winter that has a few races so but yeah i i'm, I'm glad it's growing man I, I think it's really great it's it's a challenge for me you know i'm not in the race car anymore so um and i'm not I'm not really where I wanted where I wanted to be in the sport as far as what I do for the world of outlaws, you mm-hmm. know. But I've learned to embrace what I do. 
by working in the merchandise trailer. I always thought I'd be an official or something like that because sure. I can do that kind of stuff. But uh, I've learned to embrace, and it's turned out to be a good thing for me. But uh, this living like outlaws thing means a lot to me. It really oh, does. Absolutely. I'm really starting to get into it. And uh, like you said, we are definitely doing a whole new line of apparel, my own stuff. We had some stuff out last year, but I didn't really like push it super hard just because I don't have a store, or an online mm-hmm. store or anything like that. But uh, we're almost out of all that stuff already. So it's just scary, though, you know, buying all that stuff yeah. and sitting on that money. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and I'm pretty sure people will buy my stuff. It's, I got some pretty cool stuff design going into next year. And the people I use are great people. So I know they're all probably waiting, wonder, waiting and wondering why hasn't he called me in a while. But uh, the whole, I'll be calling you guys. We're yeah. going to be doing some work. And if you're wondering, uh, I don't know if you could see it from here, but I've uh, actually got one of his can koozies and the Living Like Outlaws uh, logo uh, is so badass. I, I mean, I just, I love that, the the, the skull with the mohawk kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I got lucky with that logo. You know, I wanted to kind of, I, I kind of always like, skulls are cool in racing, you know, sure. and the flags in the background. You know, I kind of want something a little old school, but something a little me, something a little like not, too loud because mm-hmm. i didn't want to have a lot of stuff going on on it and uh kevin conger over at uh casey graphics he whipped that up and there it is yep i only had to see it once i'm like that's it right perfect there. Nailed yeah, it. that's it do you miss being in a race car you know I, I here recently i've gotten a little bit of those butterflies in my stomach when we're at some of the shows and it's like uh i kind of do you know when i sit sit back and think about it now but i I can never be at the level some of these guys are at just because of the resources they have and things like that. You know, uh, I'm glad I got to do it. I'm not, you know, I wasn't, you know, a top driver or anything like that. But, you know, I can feel proud to know that I've done something I've always wanted to do and loved. And now I'm just trying to be better on the other side of the fence of it, you know? Sure. Uh, Paul says, I love how Wes gets involved in both the local community and the future of our sport with his youth driver program. Amanda Joe, uh, Wes, it's wonderful. The different aspects of racing you share with everyone. Um, you know, you're doing a good job when you start to hear people, yeah, you know, great, text, cool. things like that and, and follow you. And um, um, I saw your post this morning saying you're going to be on the show. And, and I mean, a lot of people know that just from, I don't have to promote it because you already did, and and, and they're going to be watching the show. But um, do you get, I mean, you guys, the world of outlaw schedules a grind. I mean, you guys work how many months of the year are you on the road? Pretty pretty much 10, nine okay. and a half to 10 months. Okay, uh, and you, know, you crisscross the country, what, twice? Well, this year just once. But okay. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, we did, we go out west, yeah. We, we didn't go out west this spring like we normally do. Uh, trying some, They're trying something a little different, you know, keep the cost down. And uh, weather, you know, springtime's mm-hmm. always a, sure. a crapshoot for crap the most part. But uh, I feel like we had a lot of, we lost a lot of races this spring. But I, I think they feel it was better that we lost them here on the East Coast and not on the West Coast. Sure. The guys were a little closer to their shops, you know, so they didn't spend mm-hmm. as much money to not make any money. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's definitely a lot of, it's definitely a lot of miles, man. And it's definitely, uh, it's definitely grueling. And again, when you uh, go back to all the friends I've made in the last six years, um, you know, you, you try to spend time with these people. It turns into a busy, busy schedule. It does. I know Linda's always, uh, you know, like we don't get to talk that much on the phone. I, and, and, and it's, you know, it, it's true. I, I am absolutely always doing something, Yeah, yeah. but I do like being busy. It's kind of, it's kind of a lot. It's nice, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, but I, I try and work it harder, spending more time giving her some phone calls, you know? Yeah. Well, you gotta, well, yeah, you gotta keep them happy. Um, right? you, you travel with animals. Uh, yeah, my two cats. A lot of people that follow me know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Smoky Bones, my boy cat. He's uh, thirteen. He uh, he's been on the road as long as I have, mm-hmm. and uh, 
we picked up a, a, a hitchhiker, I guess you could say. We picked up a little girl cat, Miss Marbles, and she's turned out to be uh, a riot. Uh, actually, we found her at Volusia Speedway Park. And, oh, okay. And uh, we tried to get her a home. It didn't work out. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm going to end up with another cat. And mm-hmm. Yep, that's what happened. So uh, <laughs> make a long story short, she's in my life now. So we've had her. She's been with me for over a little over a year now, and she's a great cat. Well, so. it, it makes you feel any better, Wes. Uh, one of my cats is 19, and the other one's 21. Well, yeah, my last cat. cat still yeah, going. she was 21 uh, when we had to put her down. And, you know, Smoke, Smoke got a little, uh, Smokey Bones got a little depressed, so I think this was good for him to have Miss Marbles pop into his life a little sure. bit. But, you know, it, it seemed to put a spring back in his step. It's funny. You know, people are like, well, you got to get him another friend. And I'm like, okay, when he's gone, then I'm going to have to get her another friend. Yep, yep. That's a vicious cycle with these cats. When does it end? Yes, when does it end? Yeah, it's like me. Um, you know, we, we had three dogs put down in less than a year's span. Uh, they were all rescue dogs, and they were we had them forever. Uh, so instead of giving it a little bit of time, right away I go get another rescue dog. Yeah. Um, I got this, you know, a couple thousand dollar dog for very cheap, and the thing was turnkey. I mean, they already was four <laughs> months old. He, he was already crate trained, house trained, all that stuff. Three days after I got him, broke his leg. Oh Jesus! So he had to have uh, orthopedic surgery, plates, screws, all that. So now my cheap dog. Uh, is worth yeah. a lot of money. Well, and, we and it's what we do for our pets, though, man. It you know is, what I mean? A lot it of, is. You know, they'll eat before I do. There's a foot. You know, it's funny about like you know I, when I think about it. Now that we're talking about pets on the on the road. Anyway, there is a lot of damn pets on the road. Oh yeah, there's, I know. So there's, there's this whole world of op paws. I call them. Yeah. On, on the road, we got Bubba Booey. You know, my buddy Bubba. You got uh, Millie Roxy mm-hmm. Foss and Kaylee have uh, Millie now, and she's turning out to be a cool dog. Uh, Gio and his girl just got a dog, and uh, what's her name? Maggie, I think. Maggie. Uh, Jacob and Hannah have uh, Maggie and Otis. How many boxers are there? It seems like race car drivers love boxers for some reason. I don't think there's any boxers oh, okay. out in our, our you know, uh, Bubba Booey's a bulldog, you know, and uh, um, yeah, there's a, well, there's a couple of French bulldogs that come out and about once in a while, a 41, Amber and Chad's dog, and then, you know, uh, Bobby Johnson and Jacks have uh, uh, five. <laughs> they got some strange names, but when you let a kid name a dog, I guess it's going to happen. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I've had I've had dogs named Rodney. Uh, <laughs> I've had a uh, cat named Dave. I've had a cat named Ron. It, well, we we do this little thing, and I haven't I haven't done them recently. The last few races gotten a little busy because Anastasia was off for a weekend, and you know when we were at Atomic. So I do this thing called the Design Metal Art Quick Look to help just promote my friend Greg out there in, in mm-hmm. Knoxville. He does a great job with uh, um, custom-made like things for race fans. And um, we do this thing where we walk around, and I started including all the dogs in it, and I stopped by and give them a treat in the video. So I do this thing where if you got your – a lot of people bring their dogs out to the races, and even cats, and I tell them to bring them down to the trailer and have a meet and treat. I got treats in the trailer ready for your pup, so – when you're coming down to get your almost famous sous vide selfie, bring your dog down too. There you go. Um, the almost famous uh, selfie. Tell us about that because that, that's getting pretty crazy now too. Well, you know, again, just wanted to do something more fun for the fans, and even the little things in in life are fun. You know, you don't think about it. It's like, you know, I started doing. It, I was like, ah, people are probably going to think I'm an idiot or this is stupid. But people love to see themselves on Sunday when I post it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if it's uh <laughs> Like I did some on Memorial Day. Now those won't go up till Sunday, but they'll mm-hmm. be added into the ones at uh, River sure. City and the ones when we go to this next track in Minnesota, which I've never been, by the way. 
uh, Ogilvy. Oh yeah, Ogilvy. Raceway. Sure. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to. That. I know. I think one of my kids raced there. Um, uh, Ashley Williams, I believe, one of my living like Otley, all yep. youth program kids had raced there in her micro. I believe she used to race there a lot, so I'll have to ask her about it. But uh, um, yeah, it's um, it's fun, man. You know what I mean? It's just fun. That almost famous Suvi selfie has turned out to be something kind of cool. Yeah, and people come up to get it, and it's it's badass, you know. And, it, and I think it, I think it makes it fun down in the midway. Well, sure, you know, it it's does. other people Absolutely see it going it on, does. and they're like, "What's going on here?" and and then they ask about it, you know, and uh, and it's something that doesn't take a lot of time and effort right. to do, you know. <laughs> well, excuse me. They, um, you know, when you go to a baseball game, and I go to a lot of them, you know, people get crazy about being on the jumbo screen. Yep. yep. Well, we don't do that. I, I don't know why we don't do that, but uh, so I kind of do it through a pitcher, you know, and uh, that way these kids that get on there, their parents will show them on Facebook on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Look, you're you're on this, you know. Yeah. And yeah. They, and, and you know it's. It's the little things that feel like a big deal to people sometimes. You're apps. You nailed it right there. Yeah. You nailed it. Um, you know, we started talking about pets. I'd, I'd bring up cats. Uh, boy, uh, Kelly says, "Cat Daddy, God love you, Wes." Uh, Kaylee Elizabeth Pella. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about Pella. Yeah, yep. uh, Dave. Uh, Dave so Barlett, uh, guinea pig named Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, it's funny. People talk about their pets like they are family. They are. Uh, and and yeah. I absolutely yeah. agree with you. And um, I would think that even having two cats on the road, because a lot of people, if you're a cat owner, I mean, I own two cats. They're not the most personable creatures on the planet compared to a dog. But when you're on the road by yourself, uh, I would even imagine two cats makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, when it's cold at night, they get they get under the blankets and they keep me warm. So uh, <laughs> on those cold nights. But no, they're. My cats are a lot like dogs, believe it or not. Uh, they they kind of act like them. So yeah, yeah. I've had cats like that too. We got one guy here that says cats suck. Rodents. Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> each his own. You know what I mean? But uh, they're definitely easy to maintain uh, as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know they'll shit in the box. That's you don't right. have to worry yep. about uh, too many things with them. Um, how long do you think you're going to be doing this? How long can you see Wes Irwin being on the road all the time? Or, or it's obvious you guys like doing what you're doing. Um, at least I think it looks pretty obvious. But um, can you can you see yourself doing this for a long, long time? Or uh, uh, you know, now are you thinking about maybe settling down sometime? Or you got that look on your face like that doesn't I, sound like fun at all? It's just a question that I don't have an answer to yet. And, sure, and, and, like, and I you know, get that. I want to see like where where this living like outlaws thing can go and uh if linda's listening man you put me on the spot on this one because uh <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> she wants that answer too but like i i don't know i i really don't honestly know um do i feel like right now could i do it forever sure you mm-hmm. always feel like that sure. when you're when you're into it you know yeah, you're indestructible I, you're superman well and i and i love the sport i i love starting this uh this whole deal like i love starting this to try to make fans happier and help out as much as i can uh, I basically give back to the sport that's given me a lot, right, right. a lot of a lot of love, you know, and uh, uh, I, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. So I don't know. There's a, there's a not really an answer to that question. You just keep going as long yeah. as you can. Now, you, know? you mentioned Linda, yeah. Okay, um, uh, she's got to be pretty good girl uh, in order to to kind of stick with you doing what you do. She's got to be half nuts to be with me. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was be, trying to put let's it politically be correctly. Let's just get right down to the point there. <laughs> There's something wrong with her, but that's okay. It works out. And uh, no, she's a great person. I met her, uh, you know, I met her obviously at the races, her and her father like, like racing and go to quite a few shows. And uh, I, um, it's, 
it's been all it's been all right. It's just tough. I'm not used to being in one, and I don't even know if I know how to do it anymore. But I'm tr- I'm trying my best. You know, it seems like it's working out all right. It's working out okay. You know, yeah. she's a, she's she's a good looking girl. So. Does she ever go on the road with you up for like a week at a time? Or uh, she she did. I mean, they're out a bunch of races. She did ride with me from. Uh, uh, I fifty five to Knoxville. Oh, okay. And she was so. Ex- it seemed like she was excited to ride with me in the Toter home and experience the whole thing. Yep. Shit, she was asleep in five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I never even got to. They uh, even got to talk to her. Right. So I I just had a thought because I saw that uh, Carrie Sue uh, joined uh, in on the the video here, and maybe you could work out a little side gig, make some uh, some extra coin because you go to all these racetracks and everything. And we had uh, her on talking about this intimidator polish stuff. Oh, wow. And it's really great, I mean, for the haulers and everything. So, you know, if you could sell some to the these people with all the tracks and everything you go to, you could, I could give you your number and, you know. Tell, everybody give me a call. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, don't, the only thing we can't ever do, like, you know, like I got to even watch for what I'm doing with Living Like Outlaws and, that, and so be it, you know. Working for the world of outlaws, I got to watch. Stepping on toes. Well, yeah, you don't want to mm-hmm. have a conflict of interest. And, you know, I respect the company I work for, so I'm not, I'm not going to do that, obviously. And um, so, you know, I, lo- I do look into some things or a lot of actually, it's kind of funny that, you know, businesses are talking to me about, hey, I want to get behind one of your video series, you know, and I'm, I'm looking into the process a little yeah, bit. Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, why not? I, I mean, mean Moose's LZ has been with me for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it first started out as, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're just great people. They also happen to be the parents of Brock Zerfoss. But, um, you know, I know those those folks for a long time and they got a great restaurant. And they started seeing, I guess, maybe a little difference in their Facebook numbers and stuff like that. And people started stopping by. Absolutely. Yep. And saying, hey, yeah, Wes told us this place is great. And it is. I mean, I would never lie about it. And uh, what a great place to go and, and, and have food and, and, and the support they give racing. So obviously, I'm going to favor them a little more sometimes. You know, I, I am going to support the ones that support the sport for sure. But uh, they became a sponsor of the Morning Minute and uh, it works. It works great. Um, stay positive, keep smiling, and shake your groove thing. I, I don't know where I came with that. I, I probably was it's drunk. perfect though. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like something that a drunk person would come up yeah. with. Uh, but but what I get a, such a kick out of it is is the stay positive. Uh, that is you. Well, uh, and you know, I'm going to tell you the truth about some of this stuff. Like, so I'm one to tell people to stay positive, and I'm one to say things like this. I used to put quotes up all the time. And be honest with you, I do it for myself sometimes, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes you can get down in the dumps for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, I try to self-motivate myself. Sure. By motivating others. Yep. So. And, and another thing, uh, okay, stay positive, keep smiling. Uh, these are the uh, Wes Irwin that I know um, because no matter how bad things are, we don't all have great days. Uh, no. Being in the media, being in radio, doing what I do. You have to act like you're in a good mood all the time. Sure. And it, it, it's obvious we're not always in a good mood all the time. But the stay positive, the keep smiling is something you working in merchandise trailers, you guys, you can't be a dick. You can't be in a bad mood. You got to yeah. keep smiling no matter. And I know you deal with some total assholes out there because yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yes. And then. The shake your groove thing. That's where I thought, okay, he had a couple in him when he came up with that whole thing. And that <laughs> I was, must have. It was like perfect, though. <laughs> we come up, you know, uh, Chewy's been kind of hanging out with me a lot this year and last year. You know, it's kind of nice to have uh, somebody to travel down the road Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not like, you know, him and I aren't like, we don't know each other forever, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, we, we definitely come up with some one-liners out there. And uh, we like putting them maybe to use. So you might see some shirts out there with some of my sayings on them. 
uh, coming real soon. That'd so. be cool. Yeah, I like I like uh, we like having fun, but and isn't that what it's all about, really? You know, like um, you know, there's a lot of people like you know get a little mad at maybe some of the fun we have. Sure, yeah. But it's like, what 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 am I supposed to do? There, there's a lot of miserable people out there, Wes, that yeah. don't want anybody else to have any fun. They want sure. they want to be miserable, and everybody around them needs to be miserable. Right. I mean, come on, people, really? You know, you live once. I'm fortunate, you know. Like, uh, um, I get to do what I do. And see the things I see. And sometimes it's even paid for. Um, and with all the friends that take care of us, it's like, why wouldn't I want to enjoy myself? Yeah. You yeah. know, so, you know, I don't got who God, God willing, I have more time on this earth, but, you know, I am getting up there in age and mm-hmm. it's like, if I can still have fun, so be it. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, and you mentioned how busy you were. I had I reached out to you guys a while ago saying, hey, you know what? We can have a little barbecue out at our house. And you had mentioned that you're pretty busy and, and, and I get it. The second time around, hopefully we'll get something going. But um, I just wanted to give a shout out to my wife out there. And, and we're probably lucky that you guys are so busy because uh, she's in the hospital. Yes. I just got a text from her. Um, I'm thinking maybe we'll be able to spring her out today, but, um, uh, boy, I tell you what, it, she's not having fun up there and, um, it, she's gone through a lot here in the last couple of years. So she won't be at the races. I don't think tomorrow night, uh, which probably is the best. best yeah. Well, best she's bet. banned from the press box up there anyway. When yeah. you guys are here. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> another story, another time, I guess. Right? Another story, another time. Um, the, th- the thing is, and, and you guys probably see this all over because a lot of the racetracks around the country, they're not in a big city. They might be outside of town a little bit or they're in the towns like Grand Forks, you know, Fargo, that size town. It's like Reba McIntyre is coming to town. I mean, when the world of outlaws come to town, oh, the crazy. whole town, the whole area, the whole freaking state it's knows crazy, about man. it. And and it is like rock stars coming to the town because... um. The, everybody, everybody gets keyed up for the world of outlaws. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is it's like sometimes you want a little peace and quiet and, Mm -hmm. you know, Obviously, I can hide myself, but try to hide an eighty-foot rig. Yeah, I know. With the, with the logos From guys all like over me. <laughs> as soon as you get the town, I'm oh, overpounding on your door. <laughs> I could. Uh, we were parked at, uh, you know, last last week. Well, yeah, last week. I guess it was last week. But we were in Chili Coffee in uh, in Ohio because we raced out of Atomic, and another place where we have a lot of good friends, and I love those people to death. And and thank you guys if you if you listen to this. Uh, thanks for the fun times. We had a great time, but. We park at a Walmart parking lot there, which mm-hmm. is a, it's a great Walmart, and they're very nice there. And we don't do that too often. I don't like truck stops. Uh, I'll do Walmart if I have to, but it's pretty peaceful at this one at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but during the day, oh, my God, I don't know how many people stopped and, and talked to me, and I don't sure. mind that. Right. But you're not going to escape this, uh, you know, being a part of this, you're not going to escape any of that. And uh, it's kind of cool, but I, I, I know some people don't like it and can't handle it, but... Uh, it is kind of cool, but when you're like, you your life is not private anymore. No, and then no. I start living like outlaws, and now my life is definitely not private anymore. Yeah, so. it's like me if I'm anywhere with my wife and I have to run to the bathroom or something. She's just like, "Oh, great," because it'll be, "Hey, John, John, yeah," you know, yeah. you end up stopping <laughs> right. and talking to people. Um, yeah. And my wife is actually watching from the hospital. Reba McIntyre <laughs> with a question mark. Um, uh, Christy wants to know how do we get a living like outlaws sticker? Can they get those? Are they available? Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a few left. I'm getting a whole bunch of new ones made up, so we're revamping my like my merchandise, I guess you could say. Um, you know, just um, Facebook message me or something like that if you're not coming to an outlaw show. But if you are, I, I mean, obviously I can't sell it to you at the trailer, but you can mm-hmm. you can talk to me and I'll I'll hook you up somewhere after or before the races, and uh, 
we'll get you hooked up. Just come and see me if you're coming to one of our shows. If not, uh, message me on Facebook, and uh, we'll get one out to you. Okay. Um, I, I did want to ask uh, Jeff Chewy. Um, shout out. Who you who, who are you working for again? Jason Johnson Racing. Jason Johnson Racing. You'll be at the uh, merchandise truck tomorrow? Um, I will have help there, but I'll, I'll be around, yeah. Okay. Okay. That Their help gets help. How do you like that lifestyle, huh? Well, do you get help? No. Well, <laughs> he comes over and helps me a lot. Uh, I, I have had a great year of friends helping out, though. I mean... Our trailer is constantly full and uh, with merchandise. It takes a good hour to unload it, you know, because we have stuff sure. down the middle aisle that's like overstock. Mm-hmm. And uh, there has been a lot of great people. Like Chewy's definitely stepped up to the plate on that this year. Uh, Chad and Amber, who are who work for Bobby too, as well, who come out. Chad's been a big help and appreciate him a lot um, when they help us unload like that. And Anthony. Anthony from the the Nas sampling trailer, he mm-hmm. he sticks around a lot to help us out. So it's been really cool. Uh, even had some coworkers help me in, in the most recent past races, and that's that's nice, you know, when your coworkers can come out Absolutely. and help you out. But uh, yeah, we we've gotten a lot of stock, and, uh, a lot of things going on there. That trailer's pretty full. It's to the gills, but uh, that is what it is. Is what you do. But um, yeah, uh, we're we're having fun. We uh, got a text, and, and this is kind of how we all feel. If you are a true race car fan or a racing fan, Joshua says, for as long as I can remember, several outlaw trailers have parked at the Holiday Inn in Fargo. And I tell a couple of buddies, it's like Christmas time when they <laughs> show up. And it is. I mean, it, that's what we see. You know, I drive by this racetrack all the time. And, and when I was talking to you guys earlier, you were saying, maybe be in town Tuesday, but, yeah. you know, we're not quite sure. But. It's funny because it, all of a sudden, one or two or three semis start to show up. You yeah. know, and I heard Kyle Larson's in town. I saw a semi over. Well, his race team's in town, guys. Yeah. Come on. But again, getting back to when the World of Outlaws are in town, the whole freaking town is a buzz. Everybody cool, knows man. about it. It's really and, cool. Yeah. And, and you guys are welcomed like rock stars. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, cool. we do. We got, and you know, you learn how to, con- you learn how to take that and control that. But, uh, you know, the friendships that I made are the most important thing for sure. Um, You know, feeling like a rock star is okay to a point, but, you know, you just want to come in and put on a good show for these folks. Absolutely. And then whatever I got to do to help with that part is what I do, whether it be living like outlaws or, you can be very entertained at my merchandise trailer when you come up and see me sure. if I'm not tired. And, and, you know, that's kind of what it boils down to. You want to be remembered, and you want to be remembered in a good way. So when they come back yeah. next year, when you guys come back the next time, they're going to go, Wes, hey, well, you, know. you know. I haven't really had a lot of goals. I mean, I have goals, obviously, but not a lot of goals. And, okay, what am I doing with this living like outlaws thing? And now I have a goal. Mm-hmm. My goal is to contribute to the sport as much as I possibly can and make it better. I want to be in that Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> That's my goal. I, I, and, and I get you. Uh, and people ask me all the time, when are you going to quit announcing? And, and your Hall of Fame is a little different than mine. Uh, but I said, as soon as I get into the River City Speedway Hall of Fame, cool, right? I'll, I'll be done. I'll be good with it. And, and yeah. I'll be happy because I absolutely love it. I mean, how many people get to scream about one of the favorite things in their life, yeah. you know? And, and I get to scream and talk about it all night long. Uh, Billy, thanks, guys, for making my lunch break awesome. Uh, thank you all for watching us. Thank you guys for coming in again. And maybe when you guys are here on August 25th, you think we could talk freaking Chewy into coming on here? Well, I might. I, I'll talk to you later. I might have somebody to bring along that's... Okay. Well, Chewy's all right, but I guess somebody <laughs> might be a little bit important. A little more important than Chewy, but... Um, 
Chewie's definitely more than welcome to join in for sure. I mean, he kind of likes to lay in the weeds a little bit, though, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good. Eh? Somebody's got to do that stuff, too. Yeah, you that's know? true. <laughs> Says he might need a few beers for that. Uh, believe me, Nick, uh, we're all doing really well. Uh, <laughs> we're not parched. We're, uh, we got the tiki cup out today, so that oh, means cocktails. There you go. Uh, Wes Irwin, um, you'll see him tomorrow night. Check out the uh, World of Outlaws merchandise trailer, and, and you can talk to Wes. And I tell you what, if he's not busy as heck like he usually is, uh, talk to the guy for a couple of minutes. Uh, you're going to absolutely love talking to him if you haven't before. Uh, Jeff Cornell's in the studio, too. And again, we will get you back on this on this show one of these days. And, uh, and I'm getting told that I'm on the wrong camera. But um, again, thank you, guys. I can't wait to see you guys, uh, well, probably later tonight, but uh, yeah, tomorrow so. at the racetrack. Uh, wow, there we go. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, too, for uh, bringing us a Dirty Thursday today. Uh, man, BT over at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, they have been with us since day one of Dirty Thursdays, and we love that place. In fact, uh, go check out their their lunch and, and their express lunches, and they've got great dinner specials. In fact, uh, from 5 to 11 tonight, get sandwiched sandwich inside for just 7 bucks. NBA Finals start tonight. There's like 900 TVs in Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. Uh, you'll be able to go check out the NBA Finals tonight if you give a rat's but about basketball uh nhl finals start saturday there now you were talking a real sport there uh again thank you to rumors thank you to uh wes Irwin for coming in and of course mark dobmeyer was in here earlier yeah. he'll be running tomorrow hey don't forget now uh fork sports highway is on at 6 30 tonight going to be a great show and you know they're going to be talking about the nba finals tonight and uh, also a uh, new show brew brothers coming on at nine o'clock tonight uh, make sure you get that I'm going to be gone tomorrow. I'm going back to the doctor. Um, maybe I'll see you at the track tomorrow night. But I tell you what, folks, thanks for listening. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show that way. Uh, the Grand Cities is an awesome place. And Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.